This is Attention, the audio journal for architecture. You are listening to issue four, How Musicians Think About Space. Yasuaki Shimizu is a Tokyo-based composer, producer, and musician who uses his tenor saxophone as a tool for sonic exploration. Over the past four decades, he has navigated through and tested the boundaries of a remarkable range of musical genres. He started out in the 70s playing jazz fusion. And then in the early 80s, he formed the experimental rock band Mariah. And started releasing solo albums. With his group The Saxophonettes, he recorded postmodern Latin rhythms. And arranged traditional pentatonic music from Japan and Ethiopia. He has composed epic film scores. and commercial jingles. And he's even released some pretty infectious pop music. But the work that Shimizu is best known for in Japan is this. project entitled Bach, Sax, Space, in which he recorded Johann Sebastian Bach's six suites for solo cello in six different acoustical environments. Bach is believed to have composed his six cello suites in the early 1720s, while he was Kapellmeister at the court of Anhalt Köthen. Each suite is made up of a prelude, a kind of musical preface, and five dance movements. And while the structure may be the same from one suite to the next, each has a distinct character and emotional range. The suites are among the most technically demanding pieces in the cello repertoire, but there's another challenge performers face. There is no original score in Bach's hand. The earliest copies we have don't line up. They contain different passages, and they're missing bowing and dynamic markings. So there's no way of knowing how Bach wanted the suites phrased or how loud or soft to play them. This uncertainty means that every performer who tackles the cello suites has to complete them in their own way. Perhaps because they are so open-ended, the suites have attracted not only cellists, but other instrumentalists. Bach himself arranged some of his suites for violin and lute, and today you can listen to arrangements for trumpet, piano, bassoon, accordion, guitar, electric bass, ukulele, and even banjo.
Each of these instruments brings a different tone color and texture and expressive potential to Bach's composition, and the saxophone is no exception. But rather than just adding his instrument to the mix, Yasuaki Shimizu did something unprecedented. He arranged his cello suites for different spaces, adding an acoustical layer to his interpretation. Shimizu traveled all over Japan and Italy, scouting for locations with reverberant and characterful acoustics, and recorded each suite in the space he thought suited it best. I asked Shimizu to tell me about Bach, sax, space, and explain how space became part of his musical imagination. He began with the sonic landscape of his childhood. I grew up near Mount Fuji in the fifties. It's built up now, but back then, rice fields stretched as far as the eye could see. You could hear wonderful sounds that changed with the seasons. In summer, there was chorus of frogs. That was almost like noise music. In autumn, I was captivated by the insect songs. The chorus formed patterns almost like an ensemble of Morse code. <laughs> I also dreamed that the insects were sending a message to space. Even though they were just sounds, I've loved them ever since. I perceive everything around me in the form of sound. The air vibrates and waves come at me. They arrive with perfect timing, throwing meanings at me. If I close my eyes and concentrate, The sounds crash in my mind and break into many reflections. Up until the mid-90s, I have recorded various studio albums. I tackled my own new pieces and interpretations of compositions by other artists. Eventually, I arrived at the realization. I should ignore the usual elements of rhythm, melody, and harmony, and focus on creating pieces for solo sax. I didn't want to focus on the tonal possibilities of the ensemble, but rather on the various tones that could be expressed by a single instrument. One morning, I randomly pulled some seat music from the bookshelf. It was a back shell seat. I opened the pages and began to play seat number one prelude on my tenor sax. 
It was electric. I felt it from my head to my toes. Another time, I accidentally ran my socks through a reverb machine. That was when I felt the connection between back, socks, and space. You know, among all the instruments, I feel the saxophone may be the most resonant with the surrounding space. And back suites are works of polyphonic melody. I felt they matched spaces with long reverb. It's got me thinking. I should record each of the six suites in a different, unconventional space. In the end, I visited dozens of places. I would check which suite worked with which space. And I would think about where in the space I should record. I recorded suite one at Conspio Studio in a former Tokyo warehouse on the bay. What appealed to me wasn't the studio itself, but actually the acoustics of the lobby of the warehouse. I began with the prelude. The music echoed off the concrete and nearly 7 meter high ceiling. The sound quality was a bit brittle and high frequency. Each pitch stood out in relief. But by moving myself and the microphones, I was able to find the best positions. Suite 2 was recorded at the Oya Stone Quarry. This was the largest space we recorded in, with the longest echo. For over 20 seconds, the echoes intertwine, forming unpredictably beautiful counter melodies. We were untested for such a situation and faced many challenges. The average temperature of the quarry is about 8 degrees Celsius. It was summer. So at first it felt nice, but after a while, my socks got cold, and it became difficult to maintain a note without constantly blowing. It was also very humid, which made the tone very soft and velvety.
This sounded beautiful. But the humidity was terrible for the recording equipment. We used an ADAT machine, but the tape had malfunctioned, so we did end up turning to Pro Tools. We ventilated the computer and kept it running until we had finished the job. By overcoming these and other issues, we were able to develop a system that we used for the remaining four locations. For the third suite, we chose Nasunohara Harmony Hall in Tochigi. It was our only concert hall. Built in 1994, it sits in the countryside like a just landed spaceship. The half glass, half concrete dome is divided into angular sections with a range of spaces. After experimenting, we settled on the rich acoustics of the main hall. It's a thousand seat space isolated from outside noise, and the quietest of recording spaces we used. For the fourth seat, I chose the Kamaishi Mine in Iwate. The mine has more than 1,000 kilometers of tunnels, like a giant ant's nest. The carved granite walls make sounds reverberate in complex ways. The deep and long echoes sometimes surprise, making subtle parts difficult. In some ways, I felt like a wild animal trainer. But those same reverberations are also very sensual and entrancing. There's another special thing about this boat, the sound of water drops. The many water drops add an extra element of complexity and three-dimensionality to the sound field. We recorded the fifth suite at Villa Contrini in Piazzola Surbrenta, Italy. It was built in the 17th century. 
the time of Galileo. I decided to record in a room called Kitara. As its name suggests, the room is like the body of a guitar. It's three stories high, and the top floor is the echo chamber. In the 17th century, musicians would perform on the top floor, and the audience would listen through a round hole cutting the ceiling of the second floor. The sound of my sax resonated as if it could reach across a distant field. The recording of the final six suite we made at the Palazzo Papafaba in Padova, Italy. The owner of the house is a friend. When she heard I was working on a recording exploring back in relation to the saxophone and the space, she invited me to see a room there. The moment the doors opened, I gasped. <laughs> The ceiling was about 12 meters high and had a cupola. I started humming to check the acoustics. It was just like the Oya Stone Quarry. My voice echoed and carried as if it wasn't just my vocal cords, but my entire body speaking. The sixth suite is all in voice range. Hard to play on the cello, but well matched to the tenor saxophone. the places we recorded the suites. I like this space the best. Yet, there was almost too much echo, making it difficult to record. But we were able to adjust the result by changing the microphone settings and my position in the space. The prelude was very pleasing, but the saraban made me feel as if I were floating in space.
Yasuaki Shimizu's cello suites take us on a journey through six different acoustical landscapes. From the bright and piercing Concipio Studio, to the ghostly Oya Stone Quarry. to the rich and balanced Harmony Hall. To the mellow, sensual, and watery Kamaishi Mine. To the intimate but lofty Villa Contarini. And finally, to the ethereal Palazzo Papafava. Through these six acoustical environments, Shimizu shows us that space is not just a context for performance, and that reverberation is not just a special effect. He used the sound of each space to breathe life into an abstract and incomplete score, to shape his playing technique on the tenor sax, and to draw out the emotional character of each suite. Shimizu released the first three cello suites in 1996 and the last three in 1999. But that was not the end of his acoustical journey. He later performed the cello suites live in an underground car park and on a bridge high up in the atrium of the Tokyo International Forum. And, Shimizu told me, there is one more unconventional space that remains on his list. I'd like to sign off by sharing with you one of my dreams. Before I die, I hope to record at Todaiji Temple in Nara, in the world's biggest wooden structure. It is the big Buddha Hall. And I imagine playing sax in the palm of Buddha. This issue of Attention was produced by Willem Boning. The senior editors were Joseph Bedford and Kurt Gambetta. The production consultant was Griffin O'Feish, and technical assistance was provided by Brendan Smith. A track list of all the music played in this piece is available at www.attentionjournal.com. Visit the website or find us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app to listen to previous issues and subscribe. The interview with Yasuaki Shimizu was produced by Lisa Shiavon, with translation assistance from Dan Grunebaum and text adaptation and recording assistance from Kate Klippenstein. A huge thank you to everyone on the Tokyo production team for making this interview happen. If you'd like to listen to Yasuaki Shimizu's cello suites in their entirety, 
you can download the albums on the iTunes Store or order the CDs from online retailers. And you can also listen to previews of Shimizu's other music on his YouTube channel. The narration for this chapter was recorded in the Arup Sound Lab in New York City. Arup is an independent firm of designers, planners, engineers, and consultants working across every aspect of today's built environment, including acoustics. Attention is a part of the Architecture Exchange, a platform dedicated to catalyzing debate and discourse in architecture. This is Attention, the audio journal for architecture. <laughs>